listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's Thursday, the 26th of November 2020. I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. This is your 10-minute business and finance news wrap. Later, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, they are huge online retail shopping events what do you need to know? But first, let's start with Telstra, which is being taken to court by the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission. The telco has admitted to selling mobiles and plans to some customers who did not understand nor could afford them. Now, this happened between January 2016 and August 2018 at five licensed Telstra-branded stores in the Northern Territory, South Australia and Western Australia. Sales staff signed up 108 Indigenous customers to post-paid mobile contracts but used unfair selling tactics with many customers speaking English as a second or third language. In some cases, staff manipulated credit assessments to get their applications over the line. Now, the federal court is considering if a $50 million penalty, which would be the second highest on record under Australian consumer law, is appropriate. With more, here is ACCC Chairman Rod Sims. The average bill was $322 a month which is an enormous amount to be paying for mobile plans and products, which just shows the extent of misbehaviour going on here. As I say, these consumers were extremely vulnerable socially, culturally, linguistically. Um, the debts that they incurred uh, put enormous stress on them. Uh, they uh, suffered enormous anxiety and then in nearly 70% of the cases, uh, Telstra got debt collectors to go and chase the debts, which of course just made things even worse for the extremely unfortunate consumers. Now, Telstra has apologised, offered refunds, waived debts and allowed these customers to keep their devices and stepped up some cultural training. Here's CEO Andy Penn. Today is a difficult day for us as we bring to a close this investigation. As you've heard me say a number of times this year, we've learnt a lot from this experience and it has been influential in our thinking about what constitutes responsible business in the 2020s. We remain committed to that journey. Telstra CEO Andy Penn there. Uh, shares in Telstra rose 0.3% today to $3.11. And speaking of shares, the Australian share market had its biggest fall so far this month. The S&P ASX 200 down 0.7% to 6,636. Still, in November, the market is up 12%. Today, though, BHP lost 0.6%. NAB off by 2.3%, the worst of the bank's Tech stocks did well today, and Bega Cheese remained in a trading halt. It has confirmed the purchase of Lion Dairy and Drinks. With more on the day's action, I spoke earlier with Mathan Somersundaram, the CEO of Deep Data Analytics. So, Mathan, the market's down today. Why? Well, we've had a pretty good run-up uh, on the optimism behind vaccine um, and the election result. Uh, both of those things are medium to long-term catalyst. But in the shorter term, we've got substantial weakness in the U.S. economy. You've got a decent risk building up in the pandemic uh, second wave. So those things are hitting us in the short term. And, uh, you know, the jobs numbers that came out overnight, as well as the consumer confidence data, they were both weak 
they tend to back up the weak retail sales numbers we've been getting. So in that context, um, the market is beginning to realize short term there's weakness in the economy and that's probably where that's playing out. And so how do you see it to the medium term though? So I think we've had the worst day so far this month, although we're up like 12%. Medium term, is there too much optimism? Yeah, I think if you look at the, just simply look at the price index, you realize we're uh, pretty close locally, globally, or you know, in the US, we're ahead of where we were pre-pandemic. Um, and the reality is the earnings are not going to recover for probably two to three years. Uh, the best case scenario, probably two. Um, so we're still far away from earnings catching up. So it's basically a higher multiple. So we're paying more for less. Um, so that only plays out for so long till you start to get things getting worse. And when the multiples then start to extrapolate even higher because there's downgrade cycles, like potentially what's happening now in Europe and the US, then people will start to panic. So these things look good till they don't. So that's the problem at the moment. So we're seeing a bit of selling today finally, but when the market was rising, when the border restrictions were starting to ease, we got all this news about possible vaccines. We started to see even more so this transition from um, growth stocks to value stocks. So is that still happening? Yeah, I think that's that's a thematic that's going to play for a number of years. Um, that's basically a multi-year cycle that the bond market flagged to us a couple of months ago. Uh, they were looking ahead at the vaccine coming through. So we always knew there were three big vaccines that were going to come out in November. And there's probably another three or four potential around February, March. So we've had our vaccine update. We thought we'll get some clarity. And historically, once an election in the US is called, the market tends to have a decent pop. And we've had that added to it as well. So we've had a decent run out of it. So what does that mean for technology stocks? Because they've been the, the star outperformers during the pandemic. If there's a switch, what happens now? Yeah, so they, this is the interesting part. Um, people tend to think of, you know, it, it's only good stocks and bad stocks. That's not the case. It's just what you're paying for it. I think the technology stocks are the future. They will still dominate for years to come. But when you're talking about equity markets, it's about price, how much you're paying for a stock. And some of those technology stocks, we're paying way too much. So when you're seeing that growth to value switch, I mean, granted that we haven't actually had a proper growth to value switch for nearly 40 years because we've had bond yields falling for about 40 years. So we're having these one of these big cycles where bond yields might rise with reflation. So in theory, I think the tech stocks are good, but I think we'll be paying a lower multiple, which means the share price will come off. So in saying that, where do you see value? Yeah, I think the value was you know, partially in the financials. Um, they're not a good business model, but they were cheap. And this is the problem globally. So you've seen banks run really hard over the last month uh, globally, and that's a macro thematic. Now they're not cheap anymore. So banks have actually got quite expensive pretty quickly. They are being challenged by technology, so I wouldn't be chasing the financials here. So the obvious one is resources. Um, if you think of reflation trade, that means prices are going up which means commodity prices will improve. So that's a better outlook. And also the real growth story globally that's sustainable is, is still coming out of China. And because commodity markets are global, um, the Chinese, it's very hard for the Chinese to turn around and put any kind of restrictions unless on specific commodities. So overall, majority of the commodi commodities that are related to our miners are looking pretty good. 
Nathan Somersandaran there from Deep Data Analytics. Now to one of the biggest online shopping events of the year, which begins tomorrow. It's the Black Friday and then Cyber Monday sales. The Commonwealth Bank says it saw a 69% increase in spending on its debit and credit cards during last year's event. ING says nearly 2.9 million Australians will take part for the first time this year, which isn't surprising since online shopping has boomed during COVID-19. And while retailers are promising big savings... There are warnings to proceed with caution. Earlier, I spoke with Rate City's research director, Sally Tindall. What should consumers consider before taking part in these sales? Because it's quite easy to just use your mouse point click. It sure is. It's important to write out a list of what you actually need. Come up with a budget and stick to it. The last thing you want is holes in the budget leading into Christmas. Um, Refer to a friend. If you're thinking about a big purchase, talk to someone about it before you hit buy. When you say it out loud, sometimes it doesn't seem as smart as you thought it did in, in your head. And then if you make a mistake, because we all make mistakes, take it back. Secondly, when it comes to payment options like credit cards and now buy now, pay later, what are the warnings? Oh, look, what we've seen from the reports is that buy now, pay later, but also credit cards can cause people to overspend. And that's the last thing you want to be doing in coming into Christmas at a very expensive time of year. Yes, buy now, pay later can help you spread out a big purchase over a number of weeks, sometimes months. However, just think about whether you will have money in your account when all of those instalments come out. Because if you buy something tomorrow in the Black Friday sales and you put it on Afterpay, you're likely to still be shelling out for it on the 8th of January. And are there genuine bargains to be found? There's no question there's some really great sales out there, um, but it's all about what you need versus what you want. If you find things that you know you're going to buy anyway at a fraction of the price, yes, you could stand to save money. In fact, if you're smart about it, you could stand to save significant. Sally Tyndall there from Rate City. That is SBS on the money from the SBS newsroom for this Thursday, the 26th of November 2020. I'm Ricardo Gonzalez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at businessricardo. This SBS on the money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.